would like to thank our amazing sponsors, Touring Plans Travel. Their destination specialists work with you to plan and book your trip. Whether you're traveling to a theme park, headed out on a cruise, or wanting to get away anywhere in the world, as experts in smart travel, their agents suggest the best itineraries and activities to fit your family's needs and handle all the reservations on your behalf. There is no cost to you or your family when using Touring Plans Travel Services, and you may even save some money if discounts become available after booking. So head over to touringplans.com travel and tell them Rope Drop Radio sent you. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney and Doug. Today, we are headed to your favorite Walt Disney World theme park, and that is Hollywood Studios. Yes, it's time to give the studio some love. Love it or leave leave it. it. There you go. Great show today with a really awesome guest. So uh, definitely stay tuned for that. But first, we got to give a shout out to a new Patreon, Janine Finke. Thank you for joining the Rope Drop Radio community, getting the after show, some other things happening. Definitely love our community of Patreons and uh, definitely shout out to all you guys. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Yes. Another reminder, May 30th, meet up in the Magic Kingdom. Details to come. But if you want to book a trip, definitely do that through Touring Plans Travel and let them know Rope Drop Radio sent yeah, we'll be on the Halcyon. We on will the be there. Thirty first. Yes. Um, but we'll the do a fly meet up fishers on the... are back. Yes. Um, catching all the blue shrimp, I'm sure of it. So, um, come down, uh, meet up with us, uh, book a trip. It will be a great time. Right after Memorial Day, it's usually a fairly good week for time. crowds. Right in there, that weekend after Memorial weekend, um, come check it out with us and say hello. On to Apple Podcast Reviews. We're going to do two again today to kind of catch up. So well, I'm catching up. So people, feel free to leave, leave more. Yep. Yeah. Um, this first one is titled Real Disney Podcast. Five stars. That title has me intrigued because that means there are fake Disney podcasts out there, Derek. Uh, there Which, are. I've heard them. I, I've like, listened they, before. They, they talk about Disney for like a minute or two. And then it's mostly about like other stuff i don't know yep we get on tangents but evidently not too many because we're real and then it's by god bless you yes please say it has to you got it oh my gosh i did not think you were gonna make that one out no you got it the first time it's all right did i okay i'm sure it's norwegian all right anyway Let's go. Let's face it. Disney has made a lot of changes over the years, and not all of them have been positive. It is great to hear real opinions from these two Disney dads without any sugarcoating. I love Rope Drop Radio. It's an excellent review. Thank you. And the next one, Love This Podcast, five stars, by Love to Travel 540 Much easier easier than the other one. I like it. No vowels in the other one. (laughs) there's a no there's no vowels no No vowels at all not okay anyway i've been listening to this podcast for a long time and Derek and doug still keep me informed and laughing i enjoyed the trip reports and the tips and the guests that come in the shows thanks for keeping my disney magic alive when i can't be there excellent review and today we hope to give you a couple pearls of wisdom about the old hollywood studios 
as we discuss our loving it and leaving it. Yes, Hollywood Studios, a park that we love and one we're going to talk about. It is Love It or Leave It, and we're going to be talking all about that. We did Epcot on episode 334, so go back and check that out. But to add an extra opinion, because Doug and I agree way too much on all things Hollywood yes. Studios, we have a special guest, a destination specialist with touring plans, Sarah Goff. Welcome to the show. Hello. I am so happy to be here. Fan of the show and uh, definitely excited to chat with you guys. Excellent. Well, thank you for joining us. And let's start with you giving the Rope Droppers a little bit of your Disney background. Sure. So um, grew up a Disney kid, um, went to Disney World several times um, with my family, both of my brothers growing up, lots of fond memories, and then took a long hiatus um, from visiting Disney parks, vacation in general as a, you know, struggling young adult and then a newlywed and then buying a house and all those things have to happen uh, before Disney kind of got back on our radar. So once my husband and I became parents, we took our son the first time when he was about seven um, and he is getting ready to turn 19. So we've been uh, hot and heavy back on the Disney trail for about the last 12 years, Um, fell back in love with it immediately. Um, We're planning our second trip Um, on the flight home from the first trip. Um, I think that happens to a lot of people. And then um, just as we visited more and more, I worked with a travel agent and quickly realized I really enjoyed the planning aspect. And this was something you can actually make money at. Um, So in 2016, I kind of had started out as a travel agent, um, came to touring plans when they initially launched their travel agency a couple of years ago um, and have just absolutely enjoyed the journey along the way. Awesome. I, I book all my extra trips, you know, on the flight home from the current trip every time. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. That is the only way to do it. True Disney fan <laughs> right there. It's really rough when the Wi-Fi is not working on the flight home, right? It's oof, <sighs> Then it's harder to plan. Then I listen right. to podcasts. It's just all in your head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just planning and dreaming, planning and dreaming. All right. Well, excellent background. Let's get right into the game for today. It's roundtable style, as usual. We like to do that on Rope Drop Radio. Um, So we'll all answer with how we love it or we leave it with either an attraction or a food or a restaurant or just a general je ne sais quoi. So um, we'll argue, we'll, you know, have opinions about each other's opinions that's what this is all about. And it's all Hollywood Studios. And we're going to start out with one that in the lightning round, Derek, has been referred to as both a classic attraction and a <laughs> modern attraction. <laughs> it has. It, has. <laughs> it depends on your viewpoint. Yes. Modern to me, just so you know. All right. It's Rock and Roller Coaster. Sarah, love it or leave it? Love it. It is a top five attraction for me. Oh, wow. Um, and I have reached a certain age where it is good to give your heart a jump start, And that ride absolutely does that for me. Um, it was the first real roller coaster we had ever put our child on um, when he was just a little guy. Um, and I figured if he could survive that one, he would be fine on anything we took him on yeah. the rest of the trip. So lots of fond memories. I'm a huge Aerosmith fan. If they ever change the soundtrack on that, I will be devastated, but absolutely love it. Awesome. Well, okay. Well, I, I also love it, but my kids are the ones who think Aerosmith was made up for the parks. They don't believe that they are like, a real an band. Imaginary. Is imaginary. And, and that was a question <laughs> that both my kids, uh, older kids have asked me. They love the attraction. I love the attraction, but I do think we're time for a new 
band or Ugh. something. I know, I know, but uh, I'm I'm ready for a refurb on it. But I do love it. Look at you two agreeing on loving it, but in different ways. Ah, yes. uh, I'm gonna leave it because I just have, really. How many times dry. have you done it, Doug? A lot. I've okay. done it a lot. I. How I, many times have you done it with me? Zero. Ah, okay, there we go. The last time I did it, I lost my phone on it. Um, Better and than I didn't your realize lunch. it because yeah, it, well, I was trying not to lose that, and so I got out, and I mean, we're halfway down Sunset, and you know how fast I move after like rides that I shouldn't go on, like so. Imagine I'm halfway down Sunset, and um, I realized I didn't have my phone. This is about a decade ago that it was the last time, and so it was the. I think my first iPhone. And so I'm like, I used find my phone. And so I kept lighting it up and they found it on the floor. I don't know how it survived, but it did. So I got my phone back. There's, but I still will leave it. Not my phone, the ride. I'm good. Like my family goes on it, but I'm not voting for them just for me today. So I'll leave it. There you go. I don't want to lose my lunch. Okay. Okay. So. No one's harassing me about that. Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I was ready to defend my stance. Anywho, let's move on across the park, which is not very far. That's one thing I love about Hollywood Studios is it's like, I'll be there in a minute, and you can. Anyway, Frozen Sing-Along. I know it has a longer official name, but I'm just calling it the Frozen Sing-Along. Love it or leave it, Sarah? I am going to love this one as well. Um, it honestly restores my faith in humanity when you are all in that room together and there's dads and they're just singing at the top of their lungs, let it go. And their little girls have tears in their eyes. Like that is a magical thing. And that is like part of the Disney magic when you have that sort mm -hmm. of group experience. And so for me, it's a love it, even though frozen you know it it gets a bad rap sometimes but i think that it is like sort of a a new um way to experience um that movie and those characters in in a different way and i think it's really special i have a question are you more when when you are belting out let it go are you more watching the stage singing or just quietly watching the people around you i am singing at the top of my lungs but watching the people around me Okay, combo. Got it. Yeah. All right, Derek? I also love it, but I love it because of the hosts who banter back and forth with improv and comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, I get the songs, and I will sing them at the top of my lungs, but I am there for the comedy and the and the things that are said that are time-related. It just, I love the show for that part of it. Yes, that's, the, the comedy is good. It, you know, there used to be, the uh, oh, what was the name of the group they had on the the Hollywood studio, the Hollywood Citizens or something like that? Citizens of Hollywood. Yes, I, I was doing that backwards, wasn't I? It's like Spanish class, but um, yeah. So they kind of disbanded the Citizens of Hollywood, which is a huge loss for the park, um, along with Mulch, Sweat and Tears and other street entertainment. Come on, Hollywood Studios, get your act together. Anywho, um, but they're so funny, Derek. You you're. You both are exactly right. I'm going to say love it as well. And for all the reasons you mentioned, I love the timely humor. I love the pop culture references. One, I think last time I saw it, there was a Genie Plus joke, which, you know, there's some manager somewhere that's just angry that happens. 
And um, I also love watching like the kids that are totally entranced, like in their mind, they are singing with Elsa, right? Yeah. Kids, if you're listening, you're singing with Elsa, right? I didn't say that, right? Okay. Um, so that's, I love that part of it. I am at, on the wish the other week. Um, I'm now at the age with my kids at the age where I sing it as loud as I can because it's so easy to embarrass them. Why not go all the way in? So on the sing-along portion of dinner on the wish, oh, I let it go. Ooh, I like it. Well, and you know, it. I always felt like I potentially was the next American Idol in my younger oh. days. So it's it brings me back to that theater where I just never really got my big break. Did you audition for American Idol? There? Oh Lord, no. in my mind, in my mind, you I never won. actually went and did no, it. No, no. Oh. Unfortunately, I aged out just a, you know just a couple years ago. Okay, all right. <laughs> I that's a shame. I I know people that did it and the American Idol thing that was in that theater before. It, and it just, it ate up your whole day. It, it's, it's amazing. so much better than American Idol frozen oh, by fall. Yeah. We would usually go watch American Idol. The kids were pretty little, but they knew who Simon Cowell was and they knew like his shtick. Right. And so I had like, you know, a five-year-old Alden sitting next to me, criticizing, like just being like <laughs> Simon Cowell. It was it was something I'm so I guess that was my, you know, little kid moment, kind of like frozen singing, let it go. But it was my son being overly critical of someone singing. Okay. Now we're getting into the dicey territory on this list. This next one, I had to put this on there for Wes, the DCL dude, because I know his answer yep. would be love it. Love it. Love it. How I don't, we've seen him go out of his way to get it multiple times. Blue milk. Yep. Blue milk. Love it or leave it. Leave it. All the milks, the blues, the greens. I don't care what color you turn that stuff. I am a texture person. I just <laughs> cannot with that. It is a glass of snotty snotness. Absolutely not. Leave it. I forget about the texture being just so bad. It's so weird. It's well, here's what's so funny, bad. Doug. So I got to leave it as well. And so I gave this an honest try in the parks. Oh. And when you and I stayed at the Halcyon, the first you thing. tried the, it again. Well, the very first thing I got was blue milk. I yeah. said, I'm filling this up and I'm going to give it an honest. We are Star Wars land. I, it's got to be better on the Halcyon. It's not. And even if you mix it with rum, tequila, not whiskey, I, like it just, it, it doesn't even mix well. So no, blue milk. I don't know how you do it, Wes. And I love that everyone on Twitter tags you when they get one or see one being thrown away. But it is so bad and it blows my mind, Disney, that you created something that is not butterbeer at all and it just does not taste good. The sad thing is during Star Wars weekends, they had blue milk. They had a blue milk milkshake that was good. It was just a blueberry flavored milkshake. Quit trying to here's here's and a then quote. They made I don't worse. Oh my gosh. The quote of, you know, don't let perfection get in the way of good. They had good blue milk. And then they I don't know. I oh if you can't tell I'm leaving it like so fast you can't even touch it. But but here's the, the best part, Doug. We're going on the house, young May 30th. And I will join us. And I'm going to drink another glass. I'm going to do it because in my brain, I'm convinced. I'm like, I'm going to like it this time. Nope, not going to happen. And we have listeners joining us. Yep. People have told me, oh, you got to do 
two thirds blue milk and one third green <laughs> milk. It's amazing. So now I have to do that. Yep. And the odds are I'm gonna have like four cups of different ratios, like a quarter, a half, a three fourths. I'm gonna do all the ratios. We're gonna try it. Sounds and, like a live show. Oh, uh, and it's still gonna be awful. Yep. There's right. no trash way. plus trash is still trash. No, the beauty <laughs> of it on the halcyon, I just leave it on my table and someone takes it for me. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it pays for itself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe Wes isn't going on the Halcyon with us. He could just drink, drink blue milk like, and pay for itself. He yeah, put absolutely. the Halcyon out of commission. Like yeah. People, oh, budget issues. All the blue milk was gone. I don't know. All right. So blue milk is not controversial in our opinions. Of, it's awful. Okay. We do know of one vote somewhere, though. All right. This next one. People have a love-hate because of what it replaced, where it is, what it is. All right. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. This is a love it for me. I think this falls under the category of a new classic. Like the the little ones of today will grow up with this ride and it will be one of their favorites as adults as long as it sticks around. Um, I think the setting is a little bit strange. It doesn't necessarily sync up with it being in the Chinese theater. And I think that's just because I'm holding on to some old memories. Mm -hmm. But um, other than just the setting being a little bit off um, from the outside, I think it is absolutely new classic. Love it. I like that answer. The the new classic. I, I, yeah, Derek. This was the hardest one on the list. I actually went back and forth a couple times, but there's one reason why I have to keep it a love it, and that's because hashtag Trumpet Squid. It's a thing. Yes, it is. Please tag us on all the things. In fact, there's nothing that brings me more joy than when that happens, but because that when I ride this attraction with my kids now, they are looking out for the freaking Trumpet Squid, and we're all going to take a picture, and we're all going to tag Rope Drop Radio, and this has made it a love it attraction and a must-do every time for that one thing and that's all thanks to you doug you know i was just picking the most random background character i could and tried to see if i could make it a thing and despite what alex and x says it's, it's a, a thing, thing. <laughs> it's a thing um so i'm gonna say love it so i think there are people that really do not like this i think they expected it to be an e-ticket sometimes you're gonna get a d ticket on purpose that eats up people it, Right. It's high capacity when it's operating. It, it's and it's fun. And the rewrite ability is high. And I like that because what car use for vehicles and whichever one you sit in, it is a drastically different experience from rows one and two to seven and eight and seven and eight. See the trumpet squid heads up. You know, you can ask for that. But it's don't just always ride in seven and eight because the experience is different. I think three and four see the trumpet squid too. I can't remember off the top of my head. But there's two of the cars see the trumpet squid. Two do not. So no guarantees. But there's also you can watch Pluto the whole way through. Pluto is trying to save all the food from the picnic the whole way. There's also a crab that shows up in every scene. There's the little birds that do different things in every scene. Um, there's also a great movie ride poster that you need to find as you're riding through it. So lots of little nuggets layered in. And it's kind of like the second generation of Ratatouille. So it's really weird that we have that in the U.S. parks before Ratatouille, which made the opening of Ratatouille kind of like, hmm. I see what we did there. We went backwards, but it 
it's really cool. I love it. Um, it doesn't make me sick either, which I love because Ratatouille does. So um, there we go. Right. Other opinions, other thoughts on the old run, run amuck railways? No, I think it's a great, great, great addition to the park. It is. It is. It's exactly what Hollywood Studios needed. All right. Let's another newer addition to the park back in Galaxy's Edge, Docking Bay 7, the old counter service restaurant in Star Wars. This is a leave it for me, mostly because of the bizarro names. I can't in good conscience spend my money on something called nip yip tips or whatever they are i know in my mind what it is it says what it is i know that it's you know chicken or beef or whatever the case may be but i cannot get on board with the names um so it's very much a mental thing for me um but i just i I can't i can't get on board with docking bay seven and the theming doesn't bring it home for you it's not enough not enough it's not enough it's not enough maybe if they have like an alternate um, menu for somebody (laughs) maybe that would serve me well and i would i could do different with it but it just it's something about it just doesn't feel right see it's funny for me this is a love it uh because i'm a star wars fanatic i have a star wars basement but i do not love the prices and so the prices that keep going up every time are making me want to leave it. But I do love uh, the food is good. The atmosphere is fun. I wish Galaxy's Edge had more, of course. But for what it is, I've eaten there, I think, third or fourth most counter service in all of the parks. And so, yeah, I do love it. I love it when uh, the Star Cruiser is paying it for are, me. Are they paying it or are we just paying that in there? <laughs> Included? It does. It takes the sting out, Derek. It takes. If the dining plan rolled back out tomorrow, I love oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Without yep. without the dining plan, I'm leaving it. I will eat at ABC Commissary or Pizza Rizzo Ooh. before the Whoa. food is the, the, okay. <laughs> the food is good at at Docking Bay Seven. Guess Doug's not, not a Star Wars fan. Playing there, so, right. I no. just it's like five dollars more really than is. any other meal. And it's not five dollars more worth of food. It, it is better. I don't now the the nip yip or yip tip or I can't the remember what it. it's called now. The chicken. Chicken it's or like, beef. It, it, it reminds me of like you know McDonald's kind of reconstitutes chicken to make their nuggets. Like you never see a perfect rectangular tube of chicken. Like that's not how they grow. So it's like reconstituted chicken meat. And sometimes it can be pretty dry if that's what you're getting. The roast, is it roast beef that you get, Derek? Pot roast. Pot roast. That's usually the best thing. Really good. $18. Right. It's the most expensive counter service meal you can buy in the parks, though. And I've Um, had it like seven or eight times. And they've kind of cut back on the sides that come with it every time, too. It's the, that's one of my complaints. But the but atmosphere, is it really is still cool. Star Wars. It is yep. still cool. So like when we took some friends that were there for the first time ever and they're Star Wars fans, we're like, no, you are eating here. Period. No questions. Yeah, I don't I don't care that you want a cheeseburger. You're not. You're eating here. So and then they they appreciated it and all was good. But if the dining plans back, oh, I'm eating there. Because it's the most expensive place to eat. Watch it will be excluded. 
Dying Plan will come back and it'll be asterisks everywhere. It'll be like only pizza rizzos. Right. <laughs> Just bring them back. Okay. Yes. Bring back the Dying Plan. That's the next hashtag, Derek. And then we tag not Chapek, the other Bob. Okay. New Bob. New Bob. New o- Bob. Old, old, <laughs> new, old Bob. new Bob. Old Bob. Okay. Return, rebobbed. No, that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, alien swirling saucers, otherwise known as ASS. I won't say the abbreviation. So, alien swirling saucers, Sarah, are you loving this one? I'm leaving it. And it, so I live in the Midwest. County fairs are a big deal to us. Everyone has a great county fair. Do they? And we do. Great. We do. We, we do. Don't. Great. Um, oh, we live in different like, parts of the Midwest, that's for sure. Well, okay, so Ohio County Fairs are oh, a big yes, deal. There you they go. tend Got to put it. on a big show. And to me, this is like count, a county fair level attraction. It it just, it's a leave it for me. I feel like I can do better um, at my local county fair. So that's my rationale. But the carnies aren't there, so how's that? Touche, touche. <laughs> I think well, the carnies might make it that's better. That's like a bonus. Yeah. The, the, the duct tape holding bonus. it together. I'm not going to lie. These are some of the weakest cast members on property by far. So I would take a carny. Uh, <laughs> so I play I, the game and guess how many teeth. I am yeah. I'm leaving it as well, but this is a hard one because all three of my kids actually enjoy this attraction. I thought this would be a love it for you, Derek. It was close. I went back and forth a little bit. Um, The problem I don't love it is because it's always a ridiculously long line because they only seem to operate one at a time when there's two going because they need more carnies slash cast members working there. But uh, Just need to go at Thanksgiving when they run everything. That's There you go. Instead of going... Yeah. So... um, I just, I personally, I'm leaving it. But if you have little kids that love Buzz, love Toy Story, then it's an absolute must do. I do not have those, so I am leaving no, it. Okay. Plus, I went on Mater's Junkyard Jamboree or whatever. Same it's attraction, called, but it's faster in California. It's slightly slower in Florida. Um, and I believe there was for some regulatory issue, but yeah. Same thing, just different soundtrack, which I'm going to be honest, I will take the Alien Swirling Saucer soundtrack over Mater talking and singing over and over and over. That would be one of the worst jobs as a cast member, listening to Mater. And I say this as a Nebraskan. Like, he's (laughs) one of us. It's your native accent. (laughs) Yeah, I don't always claim him, but... (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not what he actually talks like. Just no. So you know, that's not at all what Larry the Cable Guy I've actually, like. I've actually uh, hung out with him at Shields. It's like, we've weird. been in Shields together. He doesn't sound anything like, like oh, Larry the Cable Guy. No. no. And it's funny because here they just let him go. It's like, whatever. It's like, hey, what up? No, yep. We're out. Yeah. So Okay, so I'm leaving that in case that wasn't clear. So that's uh, three for on the uh, leaving. All right, next one. Um, some dining. We're getting into another dining, but this is more fine dining. It's yeah, got to balance whether the food's worth the cost and time and all that. The Brown Derby. This is a mixed bag for me, mostly because I don't agree that it's a signature level restaurant. They tout it as that, but I would argue that it that it's Ooh. not. What were they going to make signature? Mama Melrose? 
like it's signature by the lack of other restaurants, right? It is. It's by default, but yeah, they could have just let that one go. So I love it for adults and teens because I think you can get some decent value out of it. Most adults and teens tend to like that menu, the slower pace. Little kids, this is a leave it for me. It's a bad value and the selection isn't great. And it just takes up a good chunk of the day when kids want to be on the go. So normally I'm a fan of almost all table service restaurants just because I think it's important to build a break into your day. But this is not the place to do it if you have little kids. No, no, that's a good answer. Derek? I, I agree. I'm leaving it. I've been there three or four times. Yeah, I need a expensive Cobb salad, but it's just the food isn't worth the price. And I agree, it's not the best place for kids. I just have never felt satisfied for what I get from Brown Derby. Okay, you guys are surprising me. Derek, I've only been there once. Really? My wife, okay, so my wife will kill me when she listens to this episode because it's one of her favorite places and she loves it. So, honey, I'm sorry. And I went there with you. You did? Yeah. And I was like, eh, maybe I have been there once with Michelle. It's just, it's forgettable. For a signature dining, I need to be, it needs to be like a memorable meal. I like the, the atmosphere. I like the stuff on the walls, that sort of stuff. Um, best bathroom on property. But uh, you don't have to dine there to use the bathroom, by the way. Any any of the sit-down restaurants just go in use the bathroom less people especially the brown derby but there's your there's your pearl of wisdom for the show but i'm gonna leave it too it pains me to say but if i'm not booking it regularly to go back if i'm eating at mama melrose on purpose over the brown derby that i think that says something okay what is next i don't know some little show that's been around since the inception of the park that I know someone's going to love. Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. Sarah? It's a leave it. It's a leave it. It is so outdated. Mm -hmm, And the mm -hmm. audience participation is so awkward. I love that it's a people eater. You can fit a ton of people in there. It helps thin the herd. It made a big difference when they reopened it and the Mm -hmm. crowd control and the traffic flow through Hollywood Studios. But the show itself just needs some love. It's time for something new. It eats up those people that just follow the crowd into things. Don't even right. know what they're watching, right? Right. And then once you you're in, it's too late. <laughs> this is a love it. This is one of the greatest shows on property. It is part of the Hollywood studios, like what it's supposed to be about. It's teaching about filmmaking. It's teaching about stunts. It is exactly what Disney would want it in Hollywood studios. It is a stunt show, which we don't get a lot on Disney property. And it's one of the greatest IPs of all time, which I have a giant poster right outside this podcasting room of Indiana Jones. And I will be there on opening day of Indiana Jones 5. If any of our listeners want to join me, I will let them know. It has nothing but to yes, do with the show, though. It doesn't matter. The show is phenomenal. The IP is phenomenal. And uh, it is a must-do. And when it came back, Doug, I beelined, and I you was did. there at the first showing that I could be sure. at when it came back. And it was even better coming back around because I missed it. I just love how every time I've been at Hollywood Studios, you're like, are you watching Indiana Jones this time? And I'm just like, no. And it just angers you that I haven't it seen it since it reopened. I, we were going to go one time, but you were they were there full. When, I, yeah. Oh, my God. Was that opening day? I was there. It was opening day. Opening day. You were yeah. There opening day. I was, like, I was so angry. Deva- devoting my whole day to a show that I don't 
like on opening day back after three years. Yeah. Do 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 do. Uh, yeah. I'm I still think mad. I was sitting on a bench right outside of it. Like, yeah, people are lined up for the next show. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. You're dead to me, Doug, on this one. I know. I know I am. So I leave it, obviously. Haven't been back since it reopened. Um, it's enjoyable. If you haven't seen it before and there's no wait, go. It's great. You get to sit down in the shade in the Florida heat. That's, I don't know what else to say, Derek. And, and you know, yes, it's what Hollywood Studios is about. But let's remember, um, new old Bob tried to change the name of Hollywood Studios. That was not JPEG. That was that was old new Bob. Um, so maybe we will get Disney XL Park. And then we can get rid of this show and put in Kite Tales or something. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> I'm okay with it getting updated. If Indiana Jones 5 is a that huge be, hit, I'm okay with that. That would be a smart I'm idea. I, I agree. But, yeah, just love that IP and glad we have something there to be able to enjoy. Yeah, but let's keep in mind, New Old Bob is yep. the one that basically said Hollywood Studios is not about Hollywood. It's about IPs. And so... It's not about filmmaking anymore. That's why it's the only thing left yep, about filmmaking. Well the only thing. Mm-hmm. And the back half of an at-at in front of Star Tours. Because they're just too lazy to make it a full prop. That's the only reason. Yep. Okay, I knew that would get you riled up, so that was fun. All right, Star Questions Tours. my whole college degree and everything. Yeah, I know, I know. All right. Um, let's let's move right next door to that unfinished at at because the reason the backside of it's not finished is because it's supposed to be a prop and on a movie set if you're not gonna see it on camera you don't spend the money to finish it right um, so Star Tours love it or leave it it's a leave it it had its day again I like the concept I like that they can change it pretty quickly to build in new scenes there's variety I think if you're a big Star Wars fan absolutely do it if you are a motion sickness person and i generally am not but that ride gets me and the older i get the more it gets me and it's just it's not fun for me anymore so it's a leave it love it if you're a star wars person do it at least once even if you're not but other than that i think you can leave it derek yeah i love it absolutely and i love that you can do multiple different versions of one ride multiple different times in a part like Five minute wait. Who knows? You might get different scenes. And uh, my kids have gotten to be the um, rebel spy rebel spy. And so, yeah, I absolutely love Star Tours, though. It is challenging where where it's at in the studio. So close to Galaxy's Edge, where I wish they could have figured that out better. Uh, I would never leave it, but I do love it. But I love it a little bit less since Galaxy's Edge came out. I love that it can be one of the shortest waits for a ride within that park. I love that. My family will go on it regularly. Me personally, I have to leave it. It, it tries yep. to kill me. Um, I do not. It, I don't know why, but it might be the worst ride on property for the motion sickness. Um, I do wish that one of the options of what you could get was the original like trench run. Oh, because that'd be a good one. We, we grew up doing the trench run, and that was it. Made it my favorite ride at Disney World for most of my childhood. You know. That was that was it right there. Um, and then I got older and it made me vomit. But I I love it, but I have to leave it. Uh, but it can be a good one when all the other lines are long. Go do this. They often inflate the wait time on it, too. Mm-hmm. Like over Thanksgiving, it was like 10 a.m. I think it said 45 minutes. 
And I thought I was going to have all this time to myself. So I went and started taking pictures of things. And then all of a sudden, Michelle's like, hey, we're off. What are, where are you? I was like, what? I didn't get my alone time. So, yeah, be aware of that. So Star Tours. Also, we did a podcast episode yes. from Doug on Star Tours. Go check not, it out. Find it. Yeah. I don't know, a couple years That ago. was June, June of 2021, if you're looking. Put a mic on Doug and can still the next ride Doug, yes. you need to get a mic on you yeah i think this would be more fun for me and everyone love it or leave it rise of the resistance and remember all of that is involved with going on rise of the resistance when you're making this answer and even with all of the barriers to entry it's still a love it and I'm not even a huge Star Wars fan, but I can absolutely 100 appreciate 100% appreciate all of the elements, all of the the innovation that went into making this ride. We ride it every time we're in Hollywood Studios, even if we have to pay extra. It's it is what it is. I think that it's just such a phenomenal piece of art. It's beyond just an attraction, and it, it will always be a love it for me, even though you do really have to be strategic and plan to either wait in a very long queue or you're you're just going to spend extra money and you have to just make peace with that and be okay. But I, I still think it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love it. It's great. You got to do it. It's yeah, it is the new Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Except I would leave, you know, the Kylo Ren B mode that hey, I've gotten six times in a row. We had A mode on Thanksgiving. Oh, no way. Yeah, he was, he's back. He's back. Now I hope he's back when I go back. Now it's down to they just need to fix the cannons to move. Yep. I don't know if they're, that's, I bet that's Yeti style. Um, but yeah, I love it. Like everything Sarah said, it's, it is a piece of art as an attraction. And, if you listen to our show regularly, you've heard Derek and I both say, just pay the money. Just, yep. You stay on property, 7 a.m. You just, you hand Disney, uh, you know, 20 more bucks a person or whatever it is that day. Because if you do the math on how, like, you could spend two hours in line easily. If you do the math on how much your park ticket's worth, you really want to do that for the one attraction that you could skip. And they really favor the lightning lanes. Like you they do don't, on that one for sure. You don't wait long for your lightning lane. And so we love it. Everything about it. I like that. I mean, it feels like you have been through a whole attraction before you actually sit down and buckle anything. Right. Like that's one of the amazing things is you have like a pre-show with a hologram. Then you like on a transport where you can do it multiple times and notice different things on the front screen, the back screen really annoys me. And someone stands right in front of the back. I almost say like, Hey, could you move this? Kid's going to want to see this. And even though it's Doug wants to see it, I always point at some child. Um, my children aren't small and cute enough to do that anymore. I got to point at somebody else's, but and so it just, you can find something different every time you write it in that, that portion. Uh, then you you get captured. It's fun watching little kids freak out that think they're actually captured. That's entertaining. So, all right. Moving on. ABC Commissary. Love it. This is like a step back in time when you walk in there. The menu got a revamp. It's so much better than it was pre-panic days. 
Um, and it's got great AC and there's usually wow. plenty of seating. So what more can you ask for? Love it. Yeah, air conditioning is solid. Derek? No, I'm leaving it. I I feel like there's better places in Hollywood Studios, whether if, if I'm going to spend money on a, a lunch, I'm going to go to Woody's. I'm going to go to Docking Bay. I'm going to do something more than ABC Commissary. The menu's changed. It's good. But eh, it is what it is. It says something that likes to travel in February that doesn't care about the air conditioning as much. True. Um, touche. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love it because of the Buffalo be Chicken different. Grilled Cheese. Yes. That alone. <laughs> that alone. All right. Staying with food. Play and dine at Hollywood Studios. Love it or leave it? Love it for families with kids. Leave it if you're a group of adults. At the buffet is fine. There's nothing special. It's got great characters, um, but I think there's better character meals um, with better food options. Um, so it's a mediocre leave it for me. I agree. I've been here three times doing three different breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And all three have been leave it. I do enjoy that the kids get to see the characters, but the food's not that great. And if I'm going to do a character meal, I'm going to go to Epcot Garden Grill or something like that. I'm going to find a better use of money for a character meal. I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. Oh, of I course guess, you yeah, are. Some good memories when the kids were little with characters that, you know, weren't even on TV anymore. And by the time they update the characters, they're already off of Disney Junior. Right? So my... My day of this, it was not even Disney Junior yet. It was like, uh, well, oh, Playhouse Disney mm-hmm. was the predecessor. So it is some fond memories. I think uh, at the moment, I would have said, ah, leave it. The food wasn't good enough. But just thinking back to it, it's a love it. And I don't get that back again. I'm done. So I'm going to cherish those memories. All right. We're going we're gonna to move along here to our last one for Love It or Leave It. And it is fantastic. Love it. Like that was quick answer. Love it with it's the best nighttime show at Disney world right now, right now, not ever, but right now it's, it's it's as good as it gets. It is uh, the crowd energy is amazing. The, the, the cast members that work there are amazing. Keeping everyone like hyped before the show. Like it is just, it's a whole experience. Love Fantasmic. Love the new additions. Like it's as good as it gets right now. I agree a hundred percent. I love Fantasmic. I really want to get back there. It is the one show that my kids, all three of them, no matter the ages have consistently watched online uh, and watched it again and again over the years. Like that is the thing that they miss the most and cannot wait to do uh, now that it's back. So I love Fantasmic. I've always loved it. Uh, Walt Disney World version is better for you Disneyland junkies out there uh, because you can't see it better and that theater is wonderful. Yes, the theater and the seat is the best part. I will leave it because I'm a curmudgeon. I would rather go get on Smuggler's Run at the end of the night than watch Fantasmic. But I'm glad it's back because it gets all the suckers over there and crowded into one place. And then I get the rest of the park to myself for just a little bit so you know that's another reason to love it doug love it because i don't watch people yes exactly but it keeps more people in the park later so i don't know okay i'm gonna longer show though 
It is. It's it got longer with their additions, which is very non Disney company like lately. I mean, Nemo got shorter. I think Country Bears get shorter a couple years ago. Um, so it's everything's gotten a little shorter uh, to help with my attention span. And uh, you know, we like to blame the kids' attention span, but let's be honest, it's it's mine. Um, so I'm gonna leave it though. Goodbye. I don't. The highlight for me with Fantasmic this last time is when we we're driving around the golf cart and Alden's like, how can Mickey be here? He's at Fantasmic right now. That was the, the peak of Fantasmic for me. It's all downhill. So uh, that wraps up, love it or leave it, Hollywood Studios version, which means, Sarah, we are ready for the, the lightning, lightning round. round. Oh, so much pressure. Right. Okay. Yes. This is where you answer with your favorite Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Fox, whatever you need to, to answer the question. There are points assigned, but they don't matter because they are made up. Are you ready? I'm ready. Favorite Disney movie? Tangled. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Favorite Disney character? This is a rare one. Most people will not pick Vanellope Von Schweetz. I feel like I oh, identify with her on a personal love level. Love that movie. Are you a president as well? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Favorite Disney villain? Again, I feel like I identify Queen of Hearts. Off with Ooh, their heads. Damn, that's intense. That's- All right. Favorite Disney song? You've got a friend in me, and I... Like with everything in me, hope and pray that someday this is my mother-son dance when my son gets married. Oh, wow. Okay, um, we're gonna follow that up with favorite Disney park. Magic Kingdom. It's just classic. It's like a. I love the nostalgia. There you go. All right. Favorite classic attraction. You define classic. Big Thunder Mountain, for sure. It's a have to every trip, okay. multiple times. Favorite modern attraction you define modern? I think this it's modern because of how old I am, but it's Tower of Terror for me. It's Excellent. that is top tops the list, and um, it does like I I can appreciate even you know Disneyland's new version. Like I just love the feeling of dropping. I love the theming. Like I think they're both great. One's not better than the other. It's just the overall experience. So both it's a great. love it. It's a it's love a, it. It's a love Perhaps, it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Favorite Disney resort. This is like, this is a hard one. So mine's like a combo. Contemporary Bay Lake Tower. Contemporary Mm -hmm. because I love all the dining options, but Bay Lake Tower because they're my favorite. A one bedroom villa at Bay Lake Tower is my absolute like favorite place to stay for with our family of three. So that's in location. You can't beat it. It's fantastic. I agree. Yep. Favorite counter service. So this is like another combo for me. It's Captain Cook's at the Polynesian, Mm. but mostly because as soon as i walk outside of captain cook's i'm at pineapple and i so it's like best oh of both there you go a great quick service and then a dole whip is right there waiting for that well you have to push 30 you know you push i'm here to order and then you go get a dole whip and then by the time your order's ready makes sense yep yep yeah yep. yeah all right favorite table service <sighs> steakhouse 71 right now Ooh, it changes for it changes lunch often. or dinner what what meal dinner Dinner. Dinner. Okay. I think no, it's the like the steak. The steak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the steak. The steak and the steak. Which, but honestly, when we stayed at Bay Lake Tower, um, not it was yeah last Christmas, um, we ordered um 
burgers from Steakhouse 71 for lunch and ate them at the pool mm-hmm. at, like almost every day. That burger cannot. That burger is great. I it's love amazing. that burger. Their yeah. lunch is really good. It's just weird. There's no steak at yeah. Steakhouse. Steak <laughs> burger. Yes, but still, it's not a steak. All right. Favorite Disney snack? No pressure. Most important question. Oh, so this is a love hate right now for me. I am way too old, but I have braces on my teeth because my parents apparently didn't love me enough as a child to do it when I was younger. So here I am pushing 50 with braces on my teeth and popcorn is my favorite snack. And it's just, I still try to like eat it sort of, but it's not the same. And so that is like, that will be as soon as these braces come off a trip to Disney just for popcorn. That's how much I miss it. Salt. Yes. Counts. uh, Check for Derek. All right. Favorite Disney drink. This is very specific. It's a blackberry sour from California Grill, and I'm not even a huge alcohol drinker, but that drink, I, like, keep them coming. There's, it's delicious. Mm. You're gonna have to give that a whirl. Yeah, I'm in too. Yeah. All right. Disney travel bucket list item. Tokyo parks for sure. Yes. Okay. Yep. All right. That's a, a good solid answer. All right. That concludes the, the lightning, lightning round. round. Oh, well, thank you so much for being on the show and doing the lightning round. Take a minute right now and tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah. So easiest way to reach me is by email. Um, It's Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, at touringplans.com. You can also find me on Facebook, um, Sarah Goff Destination Specialist with Touring Plans. And on Instagram, I'm Sarah Goff underscore touring plans. Awesome, Sarah. And why don't you do, uh, why should people book with touring plans uh, over anyone else? I mean, the bigger argument is why not? It it always, it, we're a super flexible group of experts. So I always take the approach with all of my clients. I can help you as much or as little as you want to. Even if you are somebody who has planned your own trips for years, it doesn't matter. Like still have an expert in your corner to bounce ideas, to ask questions. If something goes sideways, they can help you. And you can still do all that planning yourself if that's your passion. And it doesn't cost you anything to have that extra person in your corner. So for me, it's a more, why wouldn't you? um, As much as why would you? Um, Because it just makes sense and it doesn't cost you anything extra. And you can still have as much or as little control over your trip as you want to. We're, We're extremely flexible and experts in this space. So I think it's a no brainer. Pretty good answer. Love it. That, that yeah. was a great answer. So, yes, definitely go to touringplans.com slash travel. Let them know Rope Drop Radio sent you. Sarah, thank you so much for being on the show. Love your love it or leave it answers for Hollywood mm-hmm. Studios. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fantastic. Awesome. And if you want to connect with Sarah or any of the amazing travel agents at Touring Plans, you will have to go to that link in the show notes and get a quote. If you want to hear more with Sarah, we are going to go into the after show right now. And to get that, you're going to have to go to patreon.com. Rope Drop Radio, that is also in the show notes. We will discuss more travel and fun things. But uh, also go on to uh, at Rope Drop Radio on the things. Follow us because Doug and I are going to be going to the Halcyon end of may you gotta join us visit us you know come to the magic kingdom it's gonna be a lot of fun so be sure to meet up with us there but that is all the time that we have so for sarah and doug i'm derek you've been listening to rope drop radio